Welcome back to Allen Voices. I'm Erin McCann, Director of Digital Media and Marketing. May is always a busy month for school districts, and Allen ISD is no exception. There's the final round of standardized testing, end of year parties and field days, and the culminating event every year is graduation and a celebration of the senior class. In Allen ISD, we have the tradition of saying goodbye to our seniors with a home field advantage. Eagle Stadium hosts graduation at the end of the school year, and we continue that tradition for the class of 2022. I spoke with Matt Russell, the principal of Allen High School, about what it takes to pull off a graduation for the largest high school in the state of Texas, how seniors can ensure that they walk with their classmates, and about the pride that Allen ISD has in hosting a truly spectacular graduation ceremony. There, there is a, um, a lot of difference between the last year and this year. You know, obviously last year we started the year with, with half of our students in person and half of them um, at home and, and continued that all the way through the school year. And I, I feel like last year, um, you know, as we got towards this time of the year, there was um, there, there was a real need to have kind of a culminating event um, in regards to, to a graduation ceremony. And I really do feel like, uh, you know, we were able to, to – really pull off um, a very spectacular evening for our graduates um, and it was you know it was really nice with the surprise of fireworks at the end so um, you know I think this year we have really worked to try to create as much normal as we can even you know we, we did have some struggles with with um, case numbers and some of those things in, in the middle of the year but we you know really the, the whole intent was to try to make things um, feel and and be as normal as possible and I think we've we pulled that off to the best of our ability. So. Well and you mentioned how special graduation was last year especially we were so creative with our 2020 graduation mm-hmm. ceremony to make sure that our seniors had an opportunity to celebrate but last year we weren't quite through all of this but we needed to make it special and and we did we Agreed. kind of topped anything we'd ever done Agreed. how do you continue to raise the bar now that we're <laughs> we have to celebrate the class of 2022 well you know to say there's no pressure with that it would be that would not be true <laughs> <laughs> there is some pressure um, to make it special for these these kiddos and they deserve it you know I, I think um, all, all that our kids have, have struggled with the last few years we mm-hmm. definitely want to try to provide do our best work to provide them every um, opportunity to have a special event like like a graduation and so you know we we we've got a few tricks up our sleeve this year it won't be as any big surprises like we had last year right. with fireworks I do think we set the bar as somebody told me um, not too long ago um, th- they used the term we cracked the code <laughs> for, for doing a very nice ceremony um, and, and I do think we do a really really good job with with our graduation ceremony try to make it as special as we can um, we, we know we have a lot of students and we try to get through the through the ceremony um, as quickly as we can, but also make it as special as we can for our kids. And so, uh, like I said, we've got a, a trick or two up our sleeve, but we're gonna um, we're gonna make it um, as nice as possible. Um, I, go ahead and mark my words. Now we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it under three hours. Okay, that's noted. That's always the goal, even with the fireworks show, keep it under three. So, 
Well, we did. We got so much great feedback about the experience last year, and I know families are really getting excited now. Am I correct that we're not limiting the number of attendants this you, year? You are correct. You are correct. One thing that you will see, um, though, we are encouraging, you, you know, the way we divide our graduates up on the on on the floor of the stadium, if you will, on the, on the turf, is kind of by a zone of color, a green, a red, a yellow, um, um, a blue, and, and those kind of correspond to our different gates in the stadium. And so... As we get a little bit closer, graduates will know what color group they are in, which corresponds to which gate, and that's where we're going to encourage parents and families to park kind of in okay. that zone. So that way, whenever we do our recessional and we move kids out, um, they, they will exit through those corresponding gates. So it just kind of helps to keep the bottlenecks from happening at one or, or two particular gates and also will help us keep the ceremony kind of a formal thing all the way through because we'll do a true recessional and we'll walk kids out. Um, all that's going to be discussed in our video series. I've, uh, we've been doing a video series for seniors. Um, we've had a lot of, um, I think, three videos about graduation. Got one coming out this week about exemptions and end-of-the-year stuff. But, um, yeah, we're um, you know, really going to um, try to make sure everybody knows what the plan is. And there will not be, going back to your question, there will not be a limit on – there's no tickets or anything like that. No so, tickets. No tickets. Well, and you've got a pretty great functional – commencement website up on the Allen High School we, website? We do. We do. Um, under the senior tab um, on the Allen High School website. And that's where we've listed, er, er, trying to do everything senior, keep it current. Um, you know, like I said, the, I referenced the video series we've been doing. Um, those have been, uh, the feedback I've gotten has been, they've been very helpful for families. Um, we talked about, of course, you know, cap and gowns early on. And we've, uh, we've done one talking about our weather plan. Mm -hmm. Um you know, we do our best to communicate the weather plan and keep that information available, but it doesn't matter how well we communicate. Sometimes people don't know what it is until it's right on top of them as sure. far as, you know, need to know. And so we just want people to know, you know, and if, if weather does become a factor for graduation, we will um, push it back um, to a point where we think we can do the whole thing. Um, and then if we can make it happen Friday night late, we will. If we can't, we will push it into Saturday and mm -hmm. we'll do, you know, every couple hour blocks until we're able to go. Um, and so we, we, we are doing it outside. We will do it at the stadium, and, and that is the plan. So as long as we don't have lightning, we're going to go. So. Kind of like a Friday night football game. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so since you have over 5,000 students in your school that you're managing on a daily basis, mm -hmm. obviously a third of those were anticipating being part of the graduation mm -hmm. ceremony. How do you kind of manage this from the student end? Anything from the whole year, making sure students are adhering to code of conduct, what is it that they need to do mm -hmm. in order to be able to be a part of our ceremony? As far as being a part of graduation ceremony, I mean, you know, first and foremost is pass their classes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they need to, to um, pass all their classes and meet all their credit requirements. And then, um, you know, for us is be in good standing as far as attendance, um, satisfied the 90% attendance rule. And, and really short of that, um, just follow the rules um, and then come have a good time and enjoy graduation. Um, it is a, a very exciting um, day, very exciting evening. Um, we started a, a new tradition last year where we, we have a parade from the high school over to the stadium. Um, 
and we've asked all of our elementaries and middle schools to kind of line the parade route and and everybody i've talked to about that has felt like that was a very special thing because from a staff end you know middle school and elementary they got to see some of their former students and really help them celebrate that special day and then you know from a student perspective you know it's the same thing they got to see all their old teachers and um you know just kind of help them celebrate the day is it's just very exciting but yeah as far as um being able to participate in the ceremony it's just like i say be a be a student in good standing take care of your business so. let's talk about from an operational standpoint it's okay. no easy feat to pull off such a large-scale graduation it's done so professionally it's a beautiful experience what does the planning look like for your team when do you start how do you make this happen that that's a great question so um one advantage that that i have is that i have I've sat previously in the seat of the associate principal that is responsible for um, planning of graduation. That associate principal of, of student services and operations at the high school is is the main person responsible. That's currently Brian Neely, um, who has now since taken another job. He'll be joining the district at, as an executive director of facilities. But so we're losing him. But um, he that that planning process starts. Um, almost at the beginning of the year <laughs> we start having conversations about you know what what we want it to, to look like how we want to improve upon last year um, and then we really kick it into high gear once we come back from the holiday break around the middle of the school year um, when we start getting to this point we're having sometimes two times a week meetings uh, matter of fact I just left a graduation meeting just a few minutes ago I'm <laughs> um, just talking about logistics and it, it quite literally takes a team um, you know, multiple house principals involved, our um, uh, uh, director of our um, performing arts center, he also manages a lot of our events, Russell Cottle, he's integral to the, to the process. And, you know, it's about just coordinating everything so that we're not leaving anything to chance, making sure we are talking through and, and know every detail of the, um, of the experience. You know, one of the things that's pretty neat is last year we started really incorporating students into um, some of the behind the scenes, specifically some of our um, AV students who work on our broadcast program, um, some of our students who have, have done some internship things with our Performing Arts Center. And to me, that, we, matter of fact, that was a big part of our conversation today was just making sure that, that we have kids that are shadowing any of the professionals that are doing um, the, the work. And it really is pretty neat to see when you've got kids running the cameras and you've got kids manning the gigantic soundboards and, and doing all the things that are behind the scenes, you know, unseen, but great experience for kids. So. I don't know how many we're going to end up needing this year, but I feel like it's over 20 kids involved in it. And then you throw in on top of that, you, you, we, for practice, we'll we'll um, have our some of our um, theater arts kids will come out and pretend to be the graduates <laughs> and, and help us out with timing of things and um, you know just practice walking the 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 route of the graduates so that we like I said we leave no stone unturned. So. Yeah, anywhere from 20 to 30 kids will be involved with helping us um, and running the event too. So I love that. And I think that's something, in fact, you read my mind, kind of that question. I think that's something Alan does really well is keeping our students involved at, at all levels of implementation in this district, whether it's sitting on a focus group committee or like you said, having the theater arts kids kind of walk the space. That's something that um, is, is clearly very important to absolutely. us here in the district. Absolutely. Is there any kind of 
trade secret that people might be interested in, maybe kind of a fun, a fun fact or an interesting challenge that you've run into with graduation? I think just on, on a regular basis is, you know, people don't necessarily always know the, the amount of people that are actively involved in the planning and organization of, of graduation. It, it, it quite literally takes a team and it is, um, as we get closer, it is all hands on deck. I mean, every, every staff member is asked to work graduation. And so you'll see a lot of teachers and staff that are, that are working graduation. Some you won't see because they're kind of behind the scenes, but, but, but a lot of our teachers are out there in front. And I think, I think that's one thing that we do really well is, is, staff participation teachers want to be there you know it's the culminating event it's it's so much fun to get to see your kids they're excited you know this is it they're they're wrapping up their their public school career and so to get to be a part of that is really pretty special and so i think it, the, the biggest thing you know i like people to know is it just it really does take the whole team the whole high school team to, to pull it off and everybody's an integral part thanks for listening to allen voices If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to download and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Or feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews help us climb the charts so more people can find us. This is the final episode of Season 2. Thanks for supporting us this year, and be sure to stay subscribed over the summer hiatus so you can be a part of Season 3. Until next time, we are Alan.